when we're going through something, we are just kind of sometimes even blocked of like seeing, okay, what's hope? What's ahead? What's the future? What the future holds, you know? And I believe that before coming here and just like at the beginning of this year, I was sensing like how hope is so important for people and the power of, of story and the power of a testimony of like our personal stories is that, is that how can we share that hope? How can we, through our experiences, uh, express a shared healing, joy and relatability, right? Like that's what so we want to share with story. And I believe that that's so unique to everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not like your story is the same as other one, other ones, because you're unique. Uh, so that is so powerful, honestly, when I had that revelation of like, wow, the power of one's story is just, I, I was just overwhelmed by joy. And I was like, wow, you know, so that's how like, and even that's why I admire what you do, because you want to dig deep and share that with people, right? And and it's so powerful. It impacts, it influences, it increases um, someone else's, yeah, experience. It's richness. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, we have Pamela Chiriboga. Pam is a lover of all things travel, adventure, people, and storytelling. She is passionate about developing talent in others and has been blessed with the richness of culture, diversity, and freedom. She's traveled the world, she's formed deep friendships along the way, and believes that we are all connected by our stories. Right now, Pam is working for the communications department and media team for YWAM Ships in Kona, Hawaii. She believes we are all capable to see beauty in the midst of chaos. Everyone, it brings me great joy to have on my sweet and adventurous friend, Pam. (laughs) You're so sweet, so kind. Thank you so much. So good seeing your lovely face over there in Hawaii. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pronunciation is like Hawaii. I had a hard time doing it the first time, but you know. I, I didn't even know that's how they said it. I was just playing around, but that's awesome. <laughs> you were great. You were amazing. I think I should go. I think this is a sign. I should go to Hawaii. <laughs> that's a sign. Definitely, you should visit Hawaii and specifically my island, please. Amen. <laughs> I'm on my way after this episode. So my girl, Mm -hmm. I cannot believe you're in Hawaii right now. Like it was Mm -hmm. little, no, it was exactly a year ago. We were quarantined here together in Miami, Florida. Mm -hmm. And, um, now you're over there. It's, it's funny because Mm -hmm. at the time you had no idea you're going to be in Hawaii. Right. No idea. Nope. And I had no idea I was going to be doing a podcast a year later. Like (laughs) we were just in two different um, seasons, right? Just a different season. And it's, you know, you get to really know someone when you're quarantined with them. And you were there. I think we're both there for each other in, I would say, pretty hard seasons, um, Mm -hmm. at least in our own personal lives. Mm -hmm. And to see you flourish into who you're becoming and continue to Mm -hmm. strive in that it makes my heart so warm it makes it so Mm -hmm. happy to see that you know we had 
we have these big dreams and goals and to see that mm-hmm. we're, we're just taking baby steps there and being consistent with that. And to see mm-hmm. that you, people can easily look at your life and be like, wow, she's in Hawaii working in the communications department and doing all these amazing things, but they don't know what, what you had to do to get there. Right. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to dig a little deep into, um, deeper into that, Pam, could you mm-hmm. share a little bit with the listeners, you know, before you ended up in Hawaii, could you share with the listeners what you did exactly before that? Yeah. Um, so part, a little bit of my experience was, uh, focused on business specifically. And I had a blessing, I would say to go to university and study and all that. And that took me into like, I would say, um, fields of development. Um, first of all, when you're in business, it's kind of harsh. Sometimes like they are not so gentle with things They you just need to go and do things and achieve things and get things done. Um, I would say that that was like a really like a training field for me to know uh, what are the things that I'm capable of doing um, in business. But also um, before that, I was I was aiming to be a professional runner. So I trained a lot and I had these opportunities in ch- to do champ- championships and and to run for uh, specific trials in like track field and that also building me I think like that discipline and perseverance of like this is where I want to get like I have a goal in mind and that's my goal and I will run for it so I think that both things combined like part of like the body and the mind thing um, trained me a lot in my early uh, years in my teenage years and then going up, leading up into university um, so um, I would say that all those things prepared me um, and the, it's like bits and pieces of, of who you are as well. And it, I wouldn't say who you specifically are, but they are, they influence who you are definitely. Mm-hmm. So um, um, after doing business for a little bit of time, I was always as well, like um, wanting to do social work. Yeah. Like people were always in my heart, like uh, seeing injustice was something that broke my heart so much, especially in Latin America. Mm-hmm. And that was um, my focus most of the times as well. Like I would build a business, you know, so that I could do ministry or I could um, go and work for an NGO or I could, you know, I was thinking um, that's like big picture ahead. And um, that was my that, that was my dream uh, to work with people to work for people um, and also like point them to Jesus and in a way I thought I thought as well like my journey was like ups and downs as you said and and nowadays I can look back and and see how everything interconnects like how everything makes sense when when you're in the valley and when you're in the mountaintop it's not um, a matter of like getting things done or achieving. It's just uh, how do you become in the process? What do you become? Who do you become in the process? And and I think that for me, that's that's the power of story and also relationships, right? That I share with you a little bit. And part of it's, I don't know, like for me, the fullness of life is like having fellowship, meeting friends 
and getting to know that does getting to know uh, people that will build you up along the way, right? Yeah. So, uh, as you said last year, you you were key for me. Like, oh my goodness, I wouldn't know. Like, it was like just I think transition after transition in, a, in such an expect unexpected mm-hmm. unexpected way. And you were there, you know, like you were there with your laughter, your joy. I think um, God has such a um, yeah, way to put people together in such like his timing is just great. And it was beautiful to share some time with you. And yeah, so I think like before that I did all these things and, and I didn't know how that could connect together to what I'm doing now you know like I was just like yeah that that's kind of like where I was at and what I was doing before Mm. and could you share a little bit of I know you've worked with some big name companies brands Mm -hmm. could you just share a little bit about that because I feel like what Mm -hmm. you're doing now is so different than yeah. than what you were doing. So I think it's really cool for people to kind of see like, you know, just because you may be doing something now doesn't mean 10 years later you'll be doing that, right? Um, yeah. So could you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, I started working for um, the North Face and Nine West, Steve Maiden, like these shoe companies. But my passion as well was like working for the North Face. I had such a heart for outdoors, exploring, mm-hmm. adventure, and I just love doing that. And I did their like some PR work and marketing. And it was insane to me. Like I was talking to the like um, influencers that we had and they were having so much fun, right? Like we were paying them to go out and do what they love. And I was like, I, this is the life I want. I want you. Know, like, like, <laughs> back then I was like, Grinder, you know like filling reports getting strategy done and like uh, having to think about how to sell you know and it's funny because uh, I think that um, those those moments gave me the opportunity to like learn a lot to be resourceful to think strategically to um, think sustainably and, and things that I wouldn't have learned if I wouldn't have gone through that so I love that. I love that season. And I was having, I was having fun. Anyways, the thing was that my heart was like, oh yeah, social justice and all these things in the middle of that. Um, so later on, um, because I was with these fashion companies as well, I, I got involved in a lot of like photo shoot, um, creative um, direction. And also with a friend that's, he's a fashion designer. He's, he's amazing. Uh, um, besides, being kind of a mentor as well he has been like a great um, business partner in the the past years and so we had the blessing to meet last year and when when we met he was designing this whole line of sustainable sneakers and I was in love um of those and I thought like this is a great idea we need to like tell the word market it sell it and, and he signed up for a contest in Europe and he was the winner of that contest. Contest, And after that, I was working with him with the PR as well, like copywriting, editing, and uh, connecting him with all the other uh, possible 
media opportunities that he, that uh, he could be featured in. And we achieved actually like up to 40, I think around 40 um, magazines worldwide uh, where they named uh, his, um, his work and, and, and everything. And after that, a little bit after that, we were like having endless nights of like editing and like talking and and you know refining things and getting like what's the brand identity what is this and what's going to be the strategy but above everything else it was just like seeing his effort and my effort combined and believing for the best you know because um yeah and after that um we got an opportunity to write for to send a press release to Vogue magazine in latin america and mexico in and vogue italy as well vogue talents so he got featured in big um media outlets i would say uh regarding fashion so that was like a really cool experience for me as well to like be involved in this other realm of like this is fashion this is the industry but how do you also impact that industry how do you um bring um the goodness in that industry where there's like so much darkness or mm. where there's so much um noise of like yeah mis misconception of things or even identity mm. so i would say that that was like a really great opportunity and experience that i could have last year and yeah with my friends so that's why like relationships and friendships are so important for me it's it's they are pathways to a lot of things that God wants to show us in life. Yeah. I love that. You said, you said a word that I can't stop thinking about and you said, um, refine and, Mm -hmm. um, that word just stuck out to me. And Mm -hmm. I feel like in the last couple of years that you've been, you know, in those different industries and jobs, it seems like you were being refined Yeah, for what you're doing now. And Mm -hmm. <clears throat> for who you become and mm-hmm. can you just share because you have such a way with words Pam the mm-hmm. power of refinement within someone yeah 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 oh wow I think um that started for me with when I ask um I made a dangerous prayer or declaration. I don't know. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I said, I want uh I want to be wise. I want wisdom. Like above uh, I was always um intrigued by the fact of like the story of Solomon where he asked for wisdom. And I was like, wow, that's such an incredible request. And after asking that, like throughout my life, I I said, I thought that wisdom would avoid for me to have pain, you know? Mm. <laughs> and that's the thing. I was like, you know, I didn't want to uh, be uncomfortable. I, w- I didn't want to be refined. <laughs> I didn't want to, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I acted in wisdom, everything was going to be perfect, mm-hmm. in a way, in a sense. So um, I think that um, by getting that revelation that wisdom is just experience Mm. like wisdom is um how do we wholeheartedly look up for growth and and growth i think is the refining process it's knowing that um even if it hurts even if you're 
in an uncomfortable situation, even if you're in an uncertain situation, that growth is at stake, you know, that you're being built up, that you're being, um, you know, that you your concepts in, the, in your mind or things that might be deconstructed and then built over in the right way for what God wants you to do and in life. So I believe that it's such an important, like it's such a, it's such a surrendering act. So refining refinement comes with surrendering your your will your expectations and so that it they can be matched with the reality of what god wants to do in your life and not just like ourselves you know like you we have so many expectations we can be so influenced by the world or by the things around us family anything right but then there's a determine determining point where you have to choose and i think that refining comes with that, you know, like that ability for us to choose every time, every step. And that comes to everything. How are we able to listen in order to execute what God wants you to execute? Like what's obedience? And then to fulfill that, because that's also what's in our heart's desires, of course. So I would say that that's the refining realm. <laughs> I love that. I love how you said like you ask for wisdom because you didn't want to go through pain. <laughs> mm-hmm. God's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, yeah. I did not promise a pain-free life. Um, but yeah. I think what's so awesome about, you know, you were intrigued, mm-hmm. like such a simple prayer, like wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The wisest man to live in the world, Solomon. And he asked mm-hmm. for wisdom. And what's interesting is that, you know, you thought you'd, get wisdom and you wouldn't go through pain, but in reality, it's like, no, you gain wisdom to then know how to better, um, how do I say it? You know, when you go through pain with pain, trials and tribulations, Mm -hmm. how to handle that better, you Mm. know, how to discern better. You Mm -hmm. have, like you said, experience. And Mm -hmm. there was, um, I think I heard it on another podcast they say that knowledge is like when you, when you learn something or, you know, something about wisdom is when you experience it, when you experience something, there's, um, there's feeling, there's emotion. And when you have emotion and feeling behind yeah. something that you learned, it's to me, it's more powerful. It's more powerful because so you can feel it. Yeah. People can feel yeah. when you speak about it, your yeah. passion, maybe the pain, the hurt it's felt mm-hmm. right because you experienced it. You, you lived it. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's really cool. And it's a bold prayer because when you pray, Hey God, uh, I, I want more wisdom, Lord, I pray for mm-hmm. wisdom. He's like, okay. And it's funny. Cause sometimes we just think wisdom's like, just like a download overnight of like, you're going to be like <laughs> the smartest person in the world. And it's like, no, no, no. Wisdom is like, okay, you want wisdom. So you're going to go through this trial and um, it's not meant to destroy you. It's not meant to harm you. It's actually meant to build you up it's meant to make you stronger. It's meant to Mm -hmm. make you wiser. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we ask for things. We may pray for things thinking it's Mm going to come to us in our sleep, like in a USB, just like downloaded in our brain. And it's like, no, it's Mm -hmm. actually going to come in your day-to-day experience. Mm -hmm. It's going to come through a conversation. It's going to come through a hard day. It's going to come through a hard moment. And uh, I, I could definitely, I feel like, 
as we're just having this conversation right now, I'm realizing all the moments when I asked God for wisdom and he didn't just give it to me. He's like, I'm going to give you an experience so you can learn it yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but Mm -hmm. I think it's even more powerful. And really, if you think about it, that's the beauty of storytelling. Yeah. Right. Think about storytelling really sharing someone's experience. Mm -hmm. And I love how you said that story, you believe that stories is what brings people together. Mm -hmm. So now that you're in Hawaii and you are working with storytelling and just Mm -hmm. creating these beautiful stories, developing them, sharing them with the world. um, How have you seen that now that you're in that and you're doing that, you know, as a living, how has Mm -hmm. that shifted your perspective? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that um, when we're going through something, we are just kind of sometimes even blocked of like seeing, okay, what's hope? What's ahead? What's the future? What the future holds, you know? And I believe that before coming here and just like at the beginning of this year, I was sensing like how hope is so important for people and the power of of story and the power of a testimony of like our personal stories is that, is that. How can we share that hope? How can we, through our experiences, uh, express a shared healing, joy, and relatability, right? Like that's what we want to share with story. And I believe that that's so unique to everyone. Mm -hmm. It's not like your story is the same as other other ones because you're unique. Uh, So that is so powerful, honestly, when I had that revelation of like, wow, the power of one's story is just I I was just overwhelmed by joy and I was like, wow, you know, so that's how like, and even that's why I admire what you do because you want to dig deep and share that with people. Right. And, and it's so powerful. It impacts, it influences, it increases um, someone else's yeah experience. It's richness. And now my perspective um, shifted because I believe that there's redemption you know, that every one of us has that redemption story and Come on. that it's not just like oh, everything is bad. You know, you have to go through tribulation, but like how in those moments are we aware of our character growth? How in those moments are we um, open to trust again? How in those moments are we open to believe? And I will, I think that and that's kind of like my perspective shift of like, yeah, not not all the time, not all the time I liked my story. Mm-hmm. I was neglecting my story so many times in so many moments. And I would say that um that's a dangerous territory because actually the your worst moments or your hardest moments are the ones that uh, give so much um are the highlights actually. Like, have you seen any like like beautiful? movie won an Oscar no I think like the best movies the best movies are the ones that make you feel you know like yeah the, the ones that make you cry the ones that 100%. were like that story wow yeah. oh my goodness you know and I think that um it's because we want what like the humanity's hungers for for to feel you know for that level of connection and intimacy with each other and with God and I think that um, 
yes, yeah, so many things that um, have changed my perspective because of a story. Yeah, the way I live. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love that. And mm-hmm. I, when you said, you said sometimes you didn't like your story or you didn't want to share mm-hmm. your story because you didn't like it at some point. And I remember mm-hmm. reading a quote and I, and I can relate to you mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if it was Brene Brown. I'm not sure if I'm butchering it, but it was, you know, you can't be ashamed of your story. You have to own your story. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be ashamed of your past experiences that shaped who you are today. And I remember there's yeah. times in my life, there's some stories that I was like, oh, okay, so I'll like share this part, but I won't, I won't share that part of my story. Mm-hmm. I'll share like this chapter, but that other chapter, boy, bye. Like that's yeah. just, <laughs> that chapter is thrown out. And um, it's like, no, like any good book, you've never read a good book. And then you flip one page, you're like, wait a minute, there's a whole chapter missing. Yeah. Like, think about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That'd be insanity to open a book and it's the best book ever. But like, wait a minute, there's a whole chapter missing. Like mm-hmm. that wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. So when we read a book, we may not like a chapter. That's okay, but we mm-hmm. don't throw the book away, right? Mm-hmm. At least I don't. Yeah. So it's like in our lives, why do we sometimes, because we don't like a chapter, we feel like we should just throw it away. It's like, what yeah. if, mm-hmm. you know, what if that one chapter that, yeah, it sucked, and it mm-hmm. stinged. And maybe that was a chapter where you got rejected, a chapter where, mm-hmm. you know, all these doors were closed, a chapter yeah. where your self-identity was, you was feeling like you felt attacked yeah. in that area. And it just was a low season, right? What yeah. if that chapter was all in preparation for all the good that was planned? Like, yeah. like it's, it's not the end all be all. No, no, no. It's preparation. Mm-hmm. Right. I, mm-hmm. I hear stories from, I love listening to stories from older people. Cause that's a mm-hmm. lot. I learned a lot from older people. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. listen to their stories and they never, you know, quote made it without any trials or tribulations. And mm-hmm. the thing is that they don't hide that part of their story. And I mm-hmm. think it right now, especially, I mean, you're 30, I'm 24. And so maybe mm-hmm. we are at an age where some people are going through that chapter in their lives. Maybe they're at a chapter yeah. like, look, I'm not at the job I want to be at, or I'm not in mm-hmm. the relationship I thought I'd be in by now or X, mm-hmm. Y, or Z. I'm not who I, I want to be. And it's like, okay, maybe the relationship you're in isn't meant to be forever. Maybe it's just one that's supposed to teach you something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the job you're in, you don't need to be in it forever, but it's meant to teach you something. Yeah. And I think we, we talked a lot about this during quarantine last year, how we could just reflect on our trials and our tribulations that we've gone through Mm -hmm. that now when I see what we're both doing, it's like, wow, all that stuff that we were dealing with (laughs) last year, girl, it was just preparing us. Come on, somebody, (laughs) let's go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We would have never thought, and I was spring cleaning my room like a couple weeks ago. And I found your Mm -hmm. letter that you wrote to me before you left. Oh, and, and I, I started crying when I read it. Like literally I started crying because mm. I was like, oh my gosh, like Pam is literal walking encouragement. Like girl, mm. you are walking, talking, living, breathing encouragement. Anywhere you go, you are encouraging, you are inspiring. You are bringing life into a room. You are lighting up a room. Mm. Like I say this and like to know you is to love you. 
right? Like you make Hmm. people better. And when people get to sit down with you and hear your story, they're like, oh my gosh, girl, when is your movie coming out? Like literally like, what have you not gone through? (laughs) Like we're just covering a little surface right here. of life. Like there's so much, like we could do like a whole season of like Pamela. Um, (laughs) You know, there's so much depth. And I think also the reason why you have so much depth is because you've been able to um, listen to so many stories around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. those that don't know me, Pamela met in Australia. Mm-hmm. And from like the first day we met, we we're just like, there's something different about you. Like we both said mm-hmm. that to each other and, and just hearing you and listening. I'm like, wow, this girl, like she's learned a lot, not just in her own, in her own life, but from others. Right. Mm-hmm. And you would share with me the power of storytelling and, and to see how that was definitely inspiration for me for the podcast. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to share people's stories. I want, I want mm-hmm. to give people an opportunity to speak and share their yeah. wisdom and their goal that That's they awesome. have to, you know, share that richness with others. Right. Yeah. And yeah. to see that you are literally doing just that in mm-hmm. Hawaii. I love saying Hawaii. I don't know. I think it's like the 100th time I said it so far. Hawaii. Yes. You need <laughs> to come as well. I, I need to come. It, it's, <laughs> I need to go. That's it. I'm booking my flight right now. Um, it's so beautiful, Pam. It's so beautiful. And I want to ask you a question mm-hmm. as well. You know, the pandemic was hard for, mm-hmm. I would say everybody uh, for different yeah. reasons. Yeah. I know for you, mm-hmm you were going through up, down, all around, left, right. It's like life was throwing punches at every angle. And how do you deal? Let's say, what would you tell someone who's listening right now that is in that Mm -hmm. season that you were in where you're, Mm -hmm. you, you have, you're like, you have a dream, you have a vision of where you want to go, but you don't know how Mm -hmm. you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. You finances are looking funky you know, where you're living, you don't even know how long you'll be able to be there. Mm -hmm. Like all these things, nothing is really stable. And it it seems Mm -hmm. like everything's in the air and you just don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. How Pam, because that's where you were last year. Mm -hmm. How did you handle that? Yeah. So it wasn't easy. Honestly, I believe has to go down to knowing yourself like i i knew myself i thought like oh my goodness i'm a planner i want to know what's ahead i want to know what's next but then also realizing that that's part of how do i want to control things how do i want to find certainty and trust in my ability and that can work i mean you can do that but then there's times where everything else is stripped away from you. And there's times when things that you can't control are happening. And then it's, it comes down to what, like, what's going to be your response? What's going to be the way you act? And I would say that for me, um, it has like this mental space and emotional space. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a feeler. You know me, I'm a feeler. And, yeah. But I also love um, working my mind. So the thing is that I either can go like fully emotional and then go into full research mode of like how to 
deal with that and then try to fix it from my mind. And I think one of the most powerful things I learned was the ability to surrender. Mm. Surrender is so powerful. Like when we're just undone by the fact that we are humans, like you feel, you can feel so little, but so powerful inside because of surrender. Like it's such a powerful act surrender to your expectations of who do you want to be or who do you have to become because of all the things that, that surround you right like family getting married like friends getting married um people buying houses um people thriving during covid like you know whatever <laughs> I, I got what like, is that honestly, even <laughs> i got so upset with all the outside world i was like yeah you know, I, and I was honest to myself to be able to say, you know, that's, this sucks. Like yeah, yeah. I see people having fun yeah. having to wear masks in the other side of the world. And yeah. like, I'm here um, in lockdown. I don't want this. Yeah. And, you know, to be, to have the ability to be honest with ourselves and then show those colors, right? Because we're, we're good bad and ugly sometimes and it's tell not a it, girl tell it yeah and it's <laughs> not like and when we get to that place of surrender and acceptance of like this is the season that i'm in embrace it it sucks yes like you're gonna say it yes because you know like we go through these things and and then out of that i would say that like yeah the laying down of expectations of like who do you need to be uh, and where do you need to be? Um, and, and rather than that, allow yourself to, for the unexpected. And the unexpected mm-hmm. is not always bad. It can be good. Yeah, It so can good. be surprisingly good. And that's what I experienced right now. Like, And I, I believe that God redeemed every single thing more, like more than I could have asked or imagined. Like when he says like, um, no ears have heard, no eyes have seen, no eye has have seen what the Lord has for you. Like he is real. Like I'm telling you, like that's true. Yeah. And and I mean, like it started all like in these little bits and pieces. And he gives us like this little o- o- oasis, oasis. I don't know how to say it in English, but you know Spanish girl. So, <laughs> yeah, tú sabes. so you you can also say it and I think he gives us these rest spaces in the midst of chaos and to learn how to operate from a place of rest in everything and to be able to carry his presence rather than trying to strive for, for, for things and stuff. And I believe that's, that's the key. Like those are really key things that I learned and where I think I, I was refined by restored and redeemed. Mm-hmm. Wow, my girl, so good, so good. Yeah. I'm telling you, we can go on forever on this. I love that. I love so much what you shared. You know, trusting and mm-hmm. and surrendering and the expectation and being real. You know, I think that's something that mm-hmm. you said um, it helped you a lot was knowing yourself and, and being mm-hmm. real with yourself because it's really hard to heal or move on to a, 
a, a new season when mm-hmm. you haven't healed in the season yeah. that you're in, right? Yeah. Like it needs to, you can't put a bandaid over that because if you take out the mm-hmm. bandaid, they will, it's still there, you know? Yeah. But you, you're in a point where you could be really like, this sucks. Okay, let's call it for yeah. what it is. Um, but you know what? This is temporary too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's temporary and it's not here forever. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to surrender to to the season that I am and or, or surrender my expectation, what you said, surrender mm-hmm. my expectation in this season that I am and mm-hmm. trust God to do what he can do. And I'm going to do yeah. what I can do and not worry about the mm-hmm. rest and, mm-hmm. and expect the unexpected, right? And that, mm-hmm. like, to me, Pan, you live that out. You expect the unexpected, like, boom, boom, boom. Like one day we're FaceTiming the next day, like, oh yeah, in a month I'm moving to Hawaii. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what you, did you say Hawaii or like the street next door or like for where you live? Like, I was just so shocked. I was like, dang, this girl, tiene los pilas, you know, like it goes like, she, I don't know how you say it. Like you got batteries. It doesn't sound that good in English, but, um, <laughs> but you know, you are fiesta. I love fiesta. I love that. I feel like if I was like an emoji, I would definitely be like the salsa yeah. girl emoji with like the eyeglass emoji. Like those two are like my emojis. Mm-hmm. You're just like pure salsa that. with like a surfer girl next yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one that kind of like the crazy face one. Because so, sometimes I can, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> the crazy face with a heart, a yellow heart. <laughs> yeah. How do we get to talking to emojis? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. I'm telling you, I I can like see a squirrel in the street and this gets so distracted. Okay. True. So, so back to your perseverance, you're expecting the unexpected. It's, mm-hmm. it really shows in your life and it, you can mm-hmm. like, you always amaze me with what you do. And mm-hmm. every time we are on the phone call, there's a new update. There's mm-hmm. something new. I was like, girl, and then I got something new for you, but it's so cool because you know, you are mm-hmm. who you hang around with. Right. And I mm-hmm. think Pam, you are definitely one of those people that like, it's neutral where like you fill my cup up. I fill your cup up. You know, there might be a phone call where I'm feeling down uh, or vice versa. You may be feeling down, mm-hmm. um, but lately it's been pretty good. Like we're both like, yeah, we're like in pretty good seasons, but the yeah. beauty <laughs> is that we were both with each other when the seasons mm-hmm. sucked like yeah. underlying bold italicized it just sucked like right yeah and so to be there for each other it's so special to yeah again see you thrive in what you're doing to and i and i have to and i have to add up that like even in the like like bad seasons when i met you girl you were so fun like you know <laughs> how to have fun regardless you know how to make someone laugh you know how to carry the fiesta with you how to, you know, yeah. Like I felt like that was like a little refreshment for me before, like what was ahead of me, and and that's the beautiful thing. Like you're you're powerful. My girl, you're giving me blush across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I could definitely say the same with you. Like mm-hmm. I think that's why we just we do, we really do click because like me mm-hmm. and you together it's a party like it's it's yeah. it's a lot it's a lot of salsa girl emojis all up in here yeah it the party don't stop when you got okay. Pam and Megs together <laughs> life's too short Mm-mm. to be boring <laughs> I know right you got you got to bring the fun and I think it's also important to be so intentional you know like I said yeah. we were in seasons we were in a season together where it wasn't the best but I was like you know what mm-hmm. this may suck but I'm still make it work like 
I may not be the best fun season, but you know what? I'm going to make it fun. You know, like you got to have that yeah. attitude because if you don't like nothing changes if nothing changes. So like if I stayed in that funk, God knows I would still be like that a year mm. from now. Right. Um, but mm. because I decided to like, you know, change my attitude, like cliche, but come mm-hmm. on, like attitude of gratitude and, and seek that every day, little by little things started to change. Right. Mm-hmm. And so girl, I'm mm-hmm. pumped. Pam, I wanted to thank you for giving us some time of your busy schedule. Mm -hmm. I know every time we FaceTime, like I'll be on lunch break and you're like on the beach, like recording. And then like, I'm about to go to bed and you're like at the beach watching the sun. So I'm like this girl, like, (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm vicariously living through you. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing, you know, kind of like your Mm -hmm. journey of the jobs that you had and, and, and how that led you to where you are now to mm-hmm. sharing your perspective of refinement and sharing your mm-hmm. you know personal story of what refinement looked like for you and mm-hmm. things that helped you grow and made you who you are today. Um, yeah. It's super special. And before we end the pod, my girl, I got to ask you the final question. And that is the golden question. If you knew then what you know now, what would you mm-hmm. tell your younger self? Oh, I feel like tells like I feel my younger self every time that I'm learning <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm like Pamela, please, when you do that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, I think no. Yeah, I carry some of my younger self still. I would say that, but to answer your question, um, I think I would tell her to not to lay down its expectations and to be aware, be aware of just like having fun in the process and stop pleasing people. Mm. Yeah. Girl, say that again. So good. Do not be a people pleaser, basically. Mm. an applause, everybody. Snap applause where you at. <laughs> Unless you're driving, don't snap applause. Yeah. Wow. I think that's big and that's powerful is the people pleasing. Uh And I feel like once you can kind of get over that, I mean, like understand maybe if you are okay, but like how much more you can live in freedom when you don't live to please people, Yeah, you know? Freedom is the word. Yep. (laughs) Freedom is that word. Let's go. Pam, girl, I need your rosy cheeks. Like I'm over here looking like Casper the ghost and you are looking so rosy, like a rose over there. (laughs) You're roasted, dude. You are. It's that Hawaii sun. I'm telling you, I gotta, I gotta get over there right now. I'm telling you, you have to come here. I do. So like, look at this dude. I'm I'm a marshmallow over here. I'm like a marshmallow. (laughs) (laughs) Marshmallow. Bueno, I love you. I cannot wait to FaceTime you very, very soon. And again, thank you for today. And we will Mm -hmm. chat soon. Yes. Love you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family and don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common Podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have the best week. Much love.